Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories, from franchise to subgenre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Saturday for a new episode and get ready to dive into the world of film with top five from the Ray Taylor show. In this episode, I am going to be doing my top five Star Trek films. Uh, I have, you know, from the original franchise to the next generation and including the reboots, the more recent reboots of the franchise. Um, in this episode, I boldly go to a place where so many have already gone before. Uh, the ranking of Star Trek movies, I'm sure, is not new to the Internet. Uh, and, you know, I would say the majority of these films was a first-time watch for me. Uh, you know, I've only watched some of the Next Generation TV show growing up. You know, so I don't really have... A strong connection to the TV series in any major way. Uh, I don't have a connection to the majority of these films, uh, you know, because a lot of these films part of the TV series, inspired by uh, additions to the TV series that were going on, whether it's the original Star Trek or The Next Generation. Uh, obviously, the only movies in this entire franchise that were on their own movie movies are the more recent reboots which i've seen those obviously uh but for the most part most of these you know are a first time watch and uh i'm sure i will ruffle some feathers with my picks uh they may not be uh you know star trek fans may not be very happy with the movies that I choose that I found to be my favorite top five. Uh, but that being said, I would imagine that there is a varying degree of movies that people enjoy or don't enjoy, especially if you're familiar with the TV shows or, and, or you know, have a specific connection to, uh, you know, a specific cast or whatever. So with all that said... Um, I would say, as a whole, this franchise is definitely more consistently good than, you know, maybe some other wildly popular space-themed franchises. Uh, I would say that maybe, you know, the, the highest of highs may not be at the same level as some other space-themed franchises, but the lowest of lows are definitely are nowhere near. I would say consistently there is a a fairly high level of uh, a quality or entertainment that I got from watching these in comparison to some other uh, space themed franchises that exist. Uh, but let's get into it. With all that said, let's get started with my top five. Starting off with my number five, my fifth favorite Star Trek film. This is coming from the original. The original cast, I guess you would say, the uh, the original series coming in at number five is Star Trek six, the undiscovered country. 
Uh, this is a movie where the Klingons have 50 years left of oxygen or whatever. Um, Kirk still holds the grudge uh, for the Klingons killing his son. Uh, there is kind of some a lot of racism, a lot of speciesism in this. You know, there's comments like they all look alike in reference to the Klingons or that they smell. Uh, so definitely on the nose with the racism in this in this movie towards the Klingons, um, you know, and. Uh, it's got like the the enterprise is kind of beat up you know it's made to look like it's it's, it's they there's there's set up in this movie there's a s situation where the enterprise is set up to look like that they fired on a klingon ship but they're trying to find out what really happened and they're not you know not confident like there's supposed to be this peace treaty thing going on and it it's made to look like the enterprise fired on him and then which leads to basically uh kirk and doctor and the doctor going to klingon court and being thrown into like a a prison colony um you know it's uh it's also a bit of a whodunit as the cat the the crew that remains on the enterprise trying to find the people that may be responsible that is potentially hiding among them uh searching for the owners of the gravity boots uh it's pretty great it's i really enjoyed it i like the whodunit nature of it that kind of mystery uh i enjoy the the aliens as they went to the space call the the uh the uh the prison colony or whatever a lot of fun so that's why it's here at number five Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Moving on to number four, my fourth favorite Star Trek movie. This is one that I believe was a bit of a passing of the torch. I've heard negative of all these. I've read and listened to and, and experienced other people's top lists of ranking these movies. And I realized that I, there's going to be some controversy in what may be on this list and what may be off this list. Uh, but coming in at number four is Star Trek Generations. This is the first film of the Next Generation chunk featuring the cast from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, definitely a passing of the torch. It also has uh, Kirk at the beginning of this film kind of doing a press thing on the enterprise with a new captain but it's a very unprepared ship and things start to happen and he saves the crew uh this is uh the the movie where data gets the emotional chip which is a little cheesy uh but that obviously starts to go wrong as does many times you get to see picard and kirk meet in the kind of nexus the this kind of afterlife kind of area where they both are existing living in their dream scenarios uh you get to see kirk not only sacrifice himself once to save people but sacrificing himself twice you get to see him and picard both take on the enemy it's a fun movie where it felt like a nice passing of the torch from the original series to the next generation uh, I, I had a lot of fun watching it and, and really enjoyed it. Uh, so that's why it's coming in at number four, 
Star Trek Generations. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention. All, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor Show, Show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite Star Trek film. This is one that, uh, you know... I I think it's a little bit darker. I think this one got me a little bit emotional, I guess you could say, out of the few that actually did. Um, this one starts off with the wedding, uh, which is kind of fun. This one coming in at number three is Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, this being the final film by the Next Generation crew. Uh, like I said, starting off with the wedding, you have a young Tom Hardy as the villain, which I thought was kind of fun. Like recognized him and like wait a minute is that looking up on imdb and seeing that it's uh tom hardy this is a movie that has mind rape in it which is kind of uh kind of brutal it's uh you know it's the the beginning there's like this them luring them into this planet to collect the different body parts of this android that are similar to data and there's a fun dune buggy scene where they jump the dune buggy into their kind of space uh, spacecraft, which I, I thought was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's this is a this is a movie that I, I thought had good action. I think one of the problems, despite the fact that this is the second movie from the next generation crew that's in this in my, on my list, it really felt like a lot of the movies from the next generation just kind of felt like episodes like long episodes from a show that you know i enjoyed watching but don't really have a lot of connection to this watching all these movies definitely makes me want to go and re-watch all of the shows which i've already added to my list and look forward to and maybe i'll revisit the movies as i go along and we'll probably have a new kind of perspective on them and maybe would rank them differently but yeah star trek nemesis uh, a lot of fun he rams them with the ship which you know i thought was good good action as i said uh you have data sacrificing himself which i felt was uh a bit emotional and then having the other the b4 take over um you know starts with a wedding and ends with a funeral for data which you know, I, I thought was a fitting and uh, a good end. I don't know. I That was one that I was really difficult for me I, to to gauge these movies. And then as I was going, I the ones I connected with and that I felt like I was along on the ride and felt emotion, like emotional connections when things happened, those were the ones that really made the list. So th there there's going to be some that people are, are – mad that aren't on this list but they're not on this list because for whatever reason i didn't connect with them emotionally so with that said i'm moving on to number two i'm moving on to this movie that 
surprised me that I loved as much as I did. For a while, this was my number one. <laughs> and I listened to, I, I recently listened to a podcast where they were ranking these, and this was actually somebody's least favorite, which blew me away. Uh, you know, this is, this is one that I loved. I just instantly, while, while I was along for the ride, I cared about everything. Uh, I was super into it. And for a while, like I said, this was my number one. But then in kind of recontemplation of my list, decided to move it down to number two. Uh, but coming in at number two, my second favorite Star Trek film is Star Trek Into Darkness. I did not expect to like any of the reboots. Uh, I actually hated the reboot spoilers. Another, none of the other reboots are on this list. Uh, I'm not a fan of J.J. Abrams, despite the fact this is his. I hated the 2009 Star Trek way too like it's just constant camera movements, constant obscuring of the video, like tons of like lens flares, camera movements, like just just ridiculous action that you can't even see happening. It is I like it starts off with some fun moments. But overall, I thought was a garbage movie, the 2009 Star Trek. And then I watched this, which I was like, I knew J.J. directed this one. I was like, kind of had a low bar for it. And this movie starts off fun where they're like saving this, these indigenous people on this planet, trying to stop a volcano from erupting. The the Enterprise is underwater for some reason. The makeup and the, the setting, everything looks cool. It's a fun adventure. They do this thing, break some rules. Uh, it's just, and then the it has Khan, which the the whole thing with these reboots is that it's a different timeline than the all of the other movies, right? This is set up to be a separate timeline, like a different universe than all these other movies. So whereas the first, the original Kirk, James T. Kirk had a father who grew up with him that taught him and that inspired him to be a captain in this version of events kirk's dad dies right because of in the first movie the guy goes back in time and then kills him right altering the events of the timeline and so in this one the con is the actor and all the scenario is different and I loved it. I was totally in with uh, with what's his face um, Cumberbatch as Khan. I, I, I was in on all of that. Kirk sacrificing himself to to realign the lasers or whatever to reignite the engines, right? Getting himself radiated and dying, sacrificing himself. I, I was I loved every bit of it. Every bit that people didn't like, I loved. I was in. I bought it. I, I loved all of it. You get to see Khan versus Spock. You get some fun action scenes, right? They need Khan's blood to save Kirk, so they have to get him. You see Spock versus Khan a couple times, actually, crashing into San Francisco. Just, like, surprised how much I love this movie. I had so much fun. I was emotionally invested. I loved all of this thing. And then it ends with them going off on a five-year mission uh, with the Enterprise. 
right? So sets up for what would have been the beginning of like the series, right? So in a lot of ways, this reboot was also, it's a different timeline, but also kind of a prequel. I loved Into Darkness. I was so surprised. I hated the other two. Hated the other two so bad. But this one got me top down. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. That's why it's here at number two. Number two, Star Trek Into Darkness. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my number one, my favorite Star Trek movie of all time. And a lot of people are going to be surprised that it is not the movie that I'm sure they may assume that I heard. One of the reasons why the movie they assume is not at number one is maybe because it was so overhyped that when I saw it, I was not blown away by it. And maybe I need to go back and rewatch it later on. But it's not here. Because my favorite Star Trek movie, my number one favorite Star Trek movie is The Voyage Home. From the original cast, it is such a fun ride. Time travel, they're going back to Earth at the present time when the movie was made. Going back to San Francisco, you got a lot of fun fish out of water type of stuff. You know, you have the the uh having to save the whales wait yeah yeah having to save the humpback whales right because there's the signal that they don't understand all of that stuff them having to sneak into the hospital to save uh f- fuck who was it somebody is in the hospital i forget which one was in the hospital they had to oh the the russian guy Loved it's so much fun, just so much fun. Every aspect of it, I really enjoyed. So much different as well than all the other ones, uh, and that's why coming in at number one is Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. A lot of fun, so much fun, <laughs> so good. And uh, you know, it was uh, it it was uh, so different, and just like I don't know, I I really just enjoyed it. It was. It was funny, had good adventure. I also liked the movies that felt like, you know, that they had to outthink. The solution was like understanding the problem and rethinking the problem and coming at it from a new perspective and understanding that it was like the whales calling and that having to go back in time when whales actually existed, having this movie having to do with, you know, humans' impact on the environment that we live in species going extinct the destruction of the environment 
all of those themes, all of those aspects of this movie played into it. But I also love the fish out of water uh, stuff. It was a lot of fun. I, I really did enjoy it. So coming in at number one is Star Trek for the voyage home. Honorable mentions. Obviously, the one that everybody's mad at me that is not on this list is Wrath of Khan. I just wasn't into it. I just was not. I don't know if it was because the dude, the the costuming looks so it's just like, man, it, I was not in it at all. And I know there's some big moments that happen in that very dramatic. It's I, I understand why everybody loves it, but I was not feeling it at all. And, uh, you know, I struggled to try and convince myself to keep it on the list just because I know so many people love it. But I just I wasn't digging it. Wrath of Khan didn't make the list. Uh, First Contact, I thought, was a lot of fun, too. Almost like origin story. Another time travel thing. Uh, The motion picture, I thought the very first one I actually kind of liked the very first one where it's like the A.I. is trying to is like I, 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 I don't I don't even know. I forget the let's see here. I have my notes. Uh, the motion picture, it's like kind of psychedelic. There's definitely a lot of slow motion, kind of. I I, I know all of the criticisms, but like the it's learned all that's learnable, but uh, you know to return all that stuff to its creator Earth, but. I, I don't know. It's I, I really enjoy it. I really dug it. It like it kind of blew me away and it was pretty high up on the list for a while, but then didn't didn't work out anyway. Let's recap this list, shall we? And uh, get out of here. This is my top five Star Trek movies. Starting off with number five is Star Trek six. The Undiscovered Country. Number four is Star Trek Generations. Number three is Star Trek Nemesis. Number two is Star Trek Into Darkness. And my number one favorite Star Trek movie is Star Trek IV The Voyage Home. I do want to thank everybody who stuck with me to tune in to this episode of Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my rankings and analysis of my top five Star Trek movies. I hope you don't hate me too much for my opinions and my rankings, uh, but I would love to know how you would rank the Star Trek films. I absolutely would. Before doing my ranking, I asked all of the people that I knew uh, who are huge Star Trek fans to send me their rankings and was kind of blown away at how different uh, they were. Uh, but I would love to see your rankings, so please do that. Hit me up on social media or in the comments. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe let me know. Tell me which ones I should go back and reconsider. I'm looking forward to whatever new Star Trek. You know, I loved, obviously, Into Darkness, so it's like the cast isn't the problem. I think the directors are the, the big problem with some of those movies. I, I, maybe the writing. I don't know. It really got me, though. Uh, but don't forget to tune in next Sunday for a new all new episode and join the conversation uh, by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube if you're watching this. Uh, but see you again next week for more top five new episodes of the Ray Taylor show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspired slash plus. 
Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.